Shall we begin? Why not? Welcome to Frankie Sense and More. It's like she's got a whole lot of goodness for you with a little bit of sass. Frankie, did you just say... She sure did. Not to mention... <laughs> along with... Whoops. Join us now as Frankie Picasso and her new co-host mix it up with authors, musicians, and interviews with world-changing people. Let's begin Okay, let's begin now, because it only makes sense. And good morning and welcome to Frankie Sense and More. We have an action-packed show for you today and I do want to get to it right away. But, (laughs) there's always a but before I do, for those of you who are new to Frankie Sense, I want to extend to you a warm welcome. And to those of you who are returning, it's always a blessing and a privilege to hang out with you. I want to give a shout out to Arlie. Most of you know Arlie. He's a frequent co-host of mine and he's sick in bed today and he really wanted to be here with us. So please... I know that he's listening. Please send him some healing energy. He's such an amazing human being, and I am really happy to be able to live in a world where he is in it. Uh, as many of you know, this show is also aligned with the United Nations Global Goals Initiative, and today's Global Goals falls under goal number 16, peace and justice. Today, I want to chat for a moment about how you can help change the world quickly, efficiently, and effectively. Through organizations like Amnesty International, CARE, and Avaz, which is currently pressuring United Nations Secretary General Ben Oh, excuse me, Ben Ki-moon, to intervene on behalf of the starving people in Madaya, Syria. Uh, if you weren't aware, this besieged town of Madaya, their children are starving. They're eating leaves, cats, and insects. The Assad regime is literally starving over 40,000 people to death. It's hard to imagine uh, the suffering of parents watching their kids die from hunger, but we have a way to help them. Uh, a truce to lift the siege of Madaya and other cities was brokered in September, but the civilians are still trapped inside without food and medicine. Aid convoys are entering the town right now. It's right there for them, and all we need is a chance to get that siege lifted, and we're hoping that the United Nations Secretary General will do that. How can you help? Sign the petition. They're looking for a million signatures, and if you don't think it helps, think again. So many prisoners have been released due to pressure from governments, from people just like you and I. I'm putting the URL on the Frankie Sense page and articles after the show on toginet.com, so please click there and help save some lives. Yay! Today, I have some very special guests. We have Heather Cross, who will be joining us, and William Stillman, who I will introduce in a moment. Also joining us today are some of my good friends, Connie Whitman, Sandra Beck, Olivia Oriente, and Heather will also be receiving a reading today. Well, Bill's going to do readings. I don't want to say too much about them, but together we're going to experience this amazing spiritual event. Yes. Okay. Uh, William Stillman. We'll talk about Bill first. He is a psychic medium and an internationally known award-winning author of Autism and the God Connection book trilogy that explores aspects of spiritual giftedness in many people with autism. These books encompass Autism and the God Connection, The Soul of Autism, and Autism Prophecies. In fact, I've interviewed Will in this capacity no less than three times and dubbed him the Autism Whisperer. But now he's back in a new capacity, and he has two new books coming out. One just came out, Conversations with a Dog, A Psychic Reveals What Our Canine Companions Have to Say, and How You Can Talk to Them Too, yes. And his latest book, Under Spiritual Siege, about spiritual warfare with negative energies, can't wait to read that, is going to be published May 2016. 
Since 2004, Bill has worked professionally as a psychic and spiritual counselor at the Alta View Wellness Center in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And his accuracy in discerning the truth and making predictions have come to fruition. And I can tell you that because he gave me a reading and I was blown away. He's consulted on missing persons, unsolved homicide cases. Uh, he's been a guest speaker for Lilydale. If you haven't been there, it's an amazing spiritualist community, the oldest in New York City, in New York State, I should say. And he also volunteers his time as an investigative resource to the Pennsylvania Paranormal Association. Wow. He's been on the show Coast to Coast, a huge hit. And he was interviewed on the web series Char Vision by internationally renowned psychic medium Char Margalis, who called Stillman really fascinating. And of course, he's been a, uh, a popular YouTube series, uh, Sweet Work in Life. So let's give a warm welcome to Bill. Hi, Bill. Well, how are you? Hey, Frankie. Thanks so much for having me on your program, and hello to everyone listening. That's, you know, I'm just so happy that you're here. Now, one of the things that people don't know about you um, is that you also have Asperger's, and you believe, I think, that it has helped you open this spiritual connection. Is that true? Well, I think that, first of all, I need to say that we all have spiritual gifts and talents. I'm nothing special in that department. However, I think probably being on the autism spectrum gives me an added advantage for two reasons. First, I naturally think in constant streams of visual imagery, pictures, movies, um, phrases, and this is how spirit communicates to me as well. And so the average person typically doesn't think in terms of purely visuals like I do. So that may have given me a bit of an edge. The other thing is that also being on the autism spectrum, all of my senses, my, my nervous system, my senses and emotions are buzzing and vibrating in a much higher frequency than the typical person. So it's sort of a, a magnification of all of the senses. I call it my spidey sense. <laughs> yeah. And so that probably uh, predisposes me to the other ways in which spirit communicates with me, which is they'll make me feel things. Um, they'll make me smell and taste things also. That's really interesting. I know that, that you know, when I interviewed you before um, with autism and, you know, dealing with the autism of the children with autism that couldn't speak, that parents were, you know, really struggling to deal with, that you were able to speak to them psychically and really help them with that. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting also because we're talking about people um, oftentimes from a spiritual perspective for whom being in human form does not come very naturally. Mm -hmm. And so they have a foot in both worlds. They have a foot in the spirit world and they have a foot in the human world. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes, especially those folks who don't speak, as you said, they communicate in, in spiritual ways. They communicate through iconography. They communicate in ways that are very symbolic, uh, such that on the surface it appears to be simplistic when in fact it, it, the communication has a more complex meaning to it. And animals speak in, in that same way. They speak in pictures too, right? I believe so. And at yeah. least that's, that's been my personal experience, yeah. Um, for example, a dog, uh, on more than one occasion, I've had dogs that knew they were preparing to transition prior to anyone else knowing they had something terminal. And they show me a slowly setting sun in a gorgeous sky that's red and orange and pink. Oh, Wow. That's that's really interesting. Um, I want to. I'm going to slightly introduce. Uh, Connie's here now, and Sarah. Uh, Sarah, sorry, I'm so sorry, Sandra. Sandra's here now. 
anytime you guys want to ask Bill a question, I want you to feel free to do that. Just, you know, say, hey, cool. Frankie, I want to ask him a question. Can um, I just and- say, hey, Frankie, for a medium, Bill, you have a rockin' personality. Oh, aren't you sweet? <laughs> oh, yeah. thank you. I'm, I'm actually coming into the call feeling a little upset because I was getting teary when um, Frankie was talking about the situation in Syria. Oh, Syria I, so I can't watch the news. It's just... I know. Uh, I, I just can't bear it. I, I saw one story about the plight of those poor people, and I just it affected me too much. It is. It, oh, it's pretty horrific. Yeah. yeah. But, you know... It's it's like people who rescue animals and people who like all everybody. Oh, I can't I can't watch I can't do it. But somebody's got to do it. So you know if it's if it's just a matter of clicking on a website and going yes I'm going to add my name to this petition, it's worth it. You bet. And I get it. You know like I I know that um oh geez oh it'll come back to me I can't remember his name but he said you know if you if you don't watch the news don't watch things that are negative if you can't change things and I agree yeah. with that. Yeah, totally. So, hey, Frankie, before we do any um, questions from folks, would you mind terribly if I said my usual prayer? Just to oh, I was sure- going to ask you to. I was going to ask you to. That's why I wanted to make sure everybody got their questions out of the way so that you could start with your prayer and set the, set the tone. Oh, thank you so much for being so gracious about it because I, I want to make sure we're all really well protected. I think that I think that there are people who have uh, aspirations to dabble in in this field who go about it improperly and it's like using a ouija board and boy if you don't ground yourself and if you're not connected to an authentic source you're you're leaving yourself wide open for stuff to swoop in and masquerade as something it's not and i've I've seen it in fact just within the past 24 hours i've had three calls to investigate haunting situations that are pretty intense and involved so i think it's terribly important that we we say our prayer of protection um, you know what? We've got about three minutes to break. And so I don't want to start into, you know, the, the, the prayer and the reading um, and break that. Yeah, How I agree do you feel with you. About, you feel, I, yeah? no, I, I concur completely, yeah. Okay. So why don't we talk about, you know, I, I don't know, Connie or, or Sandra, if you have any questions. But maybe, I do. you know. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Frankie, I was going to ask Bill. Um, I have a cousin, and she has a son who is autistic. And you mentioned that you can speak to autistic kids through imagery and, and you know, I guess visions, etc. Um, I think that's remarkable and extremely cool. And I have no idea if my cousin even knows that this exists or that people like yourself are out there to, to help with the communication process. Um, you know, how do you do that? I guess that's my question. Well, I think that um, anyone can do it. And so the next time you communicate with your, is it your nephew? My cousin, my cousin's uh, little boy. Oh, your cousin's little boy. The next time you communicate with him, don't say anything, but instead think it, Um, feel it emotionally, but also try to pair the emotion with an image of some sort. I think he'll be completely tickled and delighted by it. And I'd be willing to bet that um, you would you'll get a reaction and a response. Very cool. Okay, thank you for that. Um, And I would encourage you to have uh, they have a dog. Um, I think they do. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm being told yes. So I would encourage you to um, make it something to do with the dog. Okay. Very cool. Neat. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Sandra, you have a quick question, I think. 
Yes, just really quickly, Bill. When you were a little boy, were you, did you have these abilities already, or did some sort of trauma bring them on? I'm just curious. Like, and did it spook you as a kid? Yeah, well, again, everyone has these abilities. I was um, just an intensely sensitive little fella, and I just was sobbing in a church pew when I was five years old, and I never told anybody what that was about. I was staring at the stained glass window of the crucifixion, so I was an empath from the word go. Oh, Bill, Um, I'm so sorry. It's such a wonderful story. I've got to cut you off. We have to go to commercial. (laughs) No worries. We'll pick up. Thank you so much. Stick stick around. Stay tuned. Stay close. We don't want you to miss one second of this. Frankie Sense and more will be right back after we pay the bills. Listen, something is brewing. The beautiful business evolution is coming. The way we do business is about to change for the better forever. This is real business at its very best. On Beautiful Business Radio, you will learn what it means to truly prosper, how to nourish yourself and your business, how to earn what you deserve and make a difference in the world. The tide is rising. The change is here. Discover a new way to live, love, and partner with yourself and your business on Philippa Rollins Presents Beautiful Business Radio where you matter and your business thrives every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. What is going on? Whatever do you mean, dear? Why have you taken me to our special place to eat? Sweetheart, I took you to El Charo on the Ridge tonight because I know you love it. And I wanted this meal to be the very best. Oh, honey, those fajitas smell divine. I know, my dear. Everything about El Charo on the Ridge is wonderful, just like everything about you. Oh, my sweet, sweet man. I can't stand it any longer. Let's take our love of El Charo food and each other to the next level. Marry me, darling. Baby, you don't know how long I've waited for you to ask. Of course. Of course I'll marry you, as long as you promise to take me to El Charo's on the Ridge on Old Jacksonville Highway by Brookshire's Fresh. Anytime I want, I'll be yours forever. I know you're still there. I do. <laughs> we we left Bill sitting in a in a church pew at five years old. Maybe you can finish that story, and then we'll go into a prayer. Yes, thank you, Frankie. Well, I was just telling Sandra about being just intensely, exquisitely sensitive, uh, going back to the time I was a little boy and sitting in a church pew, sobbing and not being able to contain my emotion. And my parents finally picked me up and and we just left. And I, I never told anyone what that was about, but I was staring at the glorious, terrible stained glass window of the crucifixion, and I was grieving for the pain that Christ must have endured. But then, you know, as I was growing and maturing and entering into adolescence, because I was very different and because I was socially disconnected from my peers, I became the object of ridicule. Mm -hmm. And I was 
verbally abused and physically harassed, and my speech was publicly mocked and mimicked on a virtually daily basis for about seven to eight years. And so I descended into a very dark period, and unfortunately, without a support system, I began reflecting back what other people were projecting upon me. And so I became very cold and hard and cynical and ugly, and that is when I began to attract dark things to me. And became very interested in dark things. And so I sort of came into a rebirth probably when I was in my late 30s, early 40s, when I made a conscious decision to invest time and energy into becoming an improved version of my old self and shedding a facade that was no longer of service and was certainly not authentic. Wow. That's, you know, well, we're going to talk about dark energies later. Let, let's, let, let's, Let's let's start. Let's go into a prayer. Let's protect ourselves, ground ourselves from the negative energies. We don't want anybody coming home with us or anything like that. <laughs> Thank you, Frankie. Heavenly Father, author of the universe and creator of all that is seen and unseen, we are most grateful, blessed, and privileged to be united in your presence this afternoon. Kindly grant that we might be of good and great service to one another so that we in turn might render good and great service to others through the grace of all that we have been, all that we are presently, and all that we are Becoming. Amen. 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 Thank you. Lovely. All right. We're all set. Okay. Let's, let's start with Connie. Okie dokie. <laughs> Connie, do you have a specific question for me? That's going to uh, work best, I think. Um, I, I actually don't. What, tell me what type of question or what realm of information and then I'll, I'll formulate a question from there how, how's that okay it can be about any aspect of your life about which you are wondering your health uh relationships employment but i can tell you that it feels as though you've been through some tough times health-wise or someone close to you has been through some tough times health-wise but that you have risen to the occasion with grace and humility it's made you stronger and that you are a faithful and loyal friend to all who know you well that's definitely true <laughs> yes um this is a big transition year for uh, my my business my career I've had opportunities um, really come into my path very recently. Can you tell me anything about that? Connie, I'm picking up the energy of a father figure. So I don't know if this is father or grandfather. Um, I'm smelling smoke, so I don't know if this is someone who <laughs> my would grandfather. have... Grandfather, thank you. Yeah. And um, he is a spiritual cheerleader and a spiritual guardian for you. And he also has some um, business acumen, if that makes sense to you. Okay. Based on what you know to be true about him, can you validate that? Uh, he was a laborer his whole life, you know, during the Depression and everything. I'll, okay. I'll tell you, so he, a he would have... Brilliant man. Thank you. He would have known how to um, stretch a dime. Oh, gotcha. Yes, thank you. So he is... Um, your cheerleader and your guardian, particularly around um, smart 
business decisions that are going to yield finances to work in your best interest. And yet he has also mellowed quite a bit in the spiritual realm, and he wants you to um, blend your success with the opportunity to serve others in ways that are altruistic and charitable. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Wonderful. So onward and upward, and I, I, I want you um, to focus on fulfilling a purpose. I don't want. I, I want to um, redirect your attention away from the financial aspect in terms of worries or concerns about the finances. Focus on the work. Uh, money is a man-made concept, not a spiritual concept. Mm-hmm. The rest mm-hmm. will fall into place. And feel free mm-hmm. to call upon that uh, grandfather energy. Um, you're going to smell his smoke uh, in the car while you're driving. Okay, that's awesome. Have you ever smelled it before? Um, no, but it's interesting, Bill. My sister, my younger sister, is extremely was extremely close to my, my grandfather. They lived upstairs. We lived in the downstairs um, apartment in the house, and two-family house. And um, after we moved and after my grandfather passed away, to this day, my sister is now 52 years old. When she's at a crossroad, has a big decision, is in distress in some way, She'll go to bed and read and think, you know, I wonder what I should do, you know, kind of contemplate the situation. And she said a lot of times she smells the smoke and know it's my grandfather guiding her. I have never had that experience, but I know she does. Okay. Well, be aware that it's coming for you. <laughs> cool. God bless. Love it. Thank you so much, Bill. That's lovely. My privilege. Connie, feel free to stick around if you like. Uh, oh, gosh, yes. Oh, perfect. Okay. Well, one of our guests, Heather, hasn't. We're still trying to find Heather, unfortunately. But let's 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 turn our our attention over to Sandra. Oh, I was hoping you would choose me. Um, I'm so excited, Bill. I just, I really, I just, oh, I just, I'm so excited, Sandra. Um, I must. Uh, if I'm sorry, sometimes yeah. um, spirit makes me feel very impulsive because it's like having an entire Super Bowl stadium full of um, energies calling to me at such a high frequency. And if I may, before you ask your question, just jump right in to tell you that you are absolutely doing what you are. Hmm. You are, you are exactly where you are supposed to be doing what you are supposed to be doing. You are a role model and an effective and efficient and compassionate communicator to many. I'm being told to tell you. That is very true. Yeah. I'm writing it down. Just do your thing, Bill. I'm all yours. (laughs) The show's recorded. Um, you, I don't know if you're a mom, but it feels as though you have many children around you, but they're not all yours. I do. I collect them. Yeah. <laughs> and you're a wonderful storyteller, and you've got a great sense of ingenuity as it pertains to inspiring young people and motivating them. You've got a great eye for talent and for nurturing and cultivating talent. Awesome. And I'm smelling the scent of roses connected to a mother figure that has passed on before you. Oh, my God. Yes, that is my mom. Yeah. Please know that she connects with the essence of your um, maternal uh, aspirations and the manner in which you are shepherding uh, many young people into finding 
finding their way on the the path. That's what I'm intended to tell you. That is perfect. And who played the piano? I'm being shown a keyboard. <laughs> oh, my um, my uncle Mark uh, was concertmaster at um, uh, at uh, Juilliard. And was this mother's uh, brother? Um, well, I don't know because we don't know much about my mom's family, but I, we do. I come from a musical family. Okay, because I'm being shown you. Um, showing very young children the joys of music on a keyboard. Okay. Okay. Um, so now <laughs> I'll give you the chance <laughs> to ask a question. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good because everything I do is backwards, but it turns out grand. So we're in the right we're in the right right frame of mind. Um, yeah, well, there's a method to your madness, I think. <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, so you, oh, you may not be the the most highly organized person, but it all works itself out in the end. Amen to that. That's it exactly. Um, I feel, Bill, these, I don't know if you call them, I call them my angels, but I have angels and guides and I have, I feel them. They're around me. There's like a big group of them. And even my little son who's nine, when he was small, he'd say, mommy, you have your angels. And one of the angels is Rose. And, you know, I feel this group around me. It's a little crowded at times. Can you tell me about, I call them my spirit team. Can you tell me? either who's on my spirit team or who's coming forward just to give me an idea that I'm not crazy. Yeah. Um, I rarely see angels and um, I don't know that they're around us on a routine basis. When I see them to me, they appear as enormous columns of golden light. Um, I do see guides more frequently, and I suspect the team to which you are referring, and I call them my team also, is really spirit guides. And i got to tell you, it feels like a lot of male energy um, is around you, and it feels as though there are about, about three males that I'm perceiving. Um, one is named Anthony, and it shows as though you're percolating a new business venture of some sort. He's the one to help to push it through. Okay. If that makes sense to yep. you. Perfect. So you want to engage him in the context of a prayer and then grant him uh, permission to come forward to collaborate with you around the um, – I'm being told the phrase philosophical foundation of moving the project forward. Got it. You understand? So he will, he will impress inspiration within you. He will direct your attention to the proper people and the opportunities as they manifest for you to continue moving forward. Um, they're also showing me the phrase charitable cause co- connected to you, Sandra. As Huge. well, yeah, everything perfect. I do has to have everybody I work with, everybody I coach. They must have a um, a charitable component to anything they create. Beautiful. Um, keep that piece moving forward. It shows itself to me as this gorgeous, crystal clear river running, and it's running upstream, not downstream. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I do. You, I pick those battles. Yes, you may find yourself. Um, 
uh, as the the little minnow among uh, sharks, but um, you will continue, or, or barracudas, I'm being told, but you will continue to persevere if you set your intentions uh, altruistically, and they are heart-based. And um, Anthony, he shows himself actually in a Greek toga, which is interesting oh, to me. I love that. I'm and so sorry. We're going to have okay, to go Frankie. to a break in, Great. in just a few seconds. No worries. Um, we'll come if you can keep keep and come back to Sandra after. We'll we'll talk about the other two that she sees around her, the other male energy. Thank you so much. Stay around, everybody. We're coming right back. Warmed up. Frankie Sense and more. We'll be right back after we pay the bills. Information about book publishing is power. The power to change your authoring life and the power to change the lives of your readers. So join us for Your Guide to Book Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific. You'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now. As the book shepherd, Dr. Judith Bryles is in. And each week, she will include publishing professionals that will reveal tips and secrets to the author's journey. If there is a book in you, you want to listen, learn, And yes, call in with your questions each week. For more on Judith and what she can do for you, check out her website, thebookshepherd.com. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. recently bought my husband a metal detector as a present. Okay, I admit it, it was one of those gifts you give a family member because you really want one yourself. Alexander Graham Bell invented the first metal detector and tried to use it to find the fatal bullet that killed President James Garfield. The modern metal detector was first widely distributed in the 1960s and was originally used by the military to find landmines. When my husband and I tried our hand at dirt fishing near our cabin in Colorado, we found some can slaw, or the shredded remains of tin cans, an old coffee pot, and a heavy metal stove made in the 1900s. Now what on earth was a giant stove doing buried among the snippers and snappers? It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and Words You Never Heard has been brought to you by the Bariatric Surgery Center of Dallas. And we're back, and thank you for sticking around. Bill's here with Sandra. We're here with Olivia. We've got Karina producing the show. Everybody's here. The whole gang's here. (laughs) Bill, you were talking to Sandra about her angels or her group of guides who are hanging around here. We found out about Anthony, who is is directing her, uh, her, her. Uh, new projects is it yes and and she feels a rose around her which might yeah. be her mom um who else was there well i wasn't picking up anyone else specifically other than i felt um quite a bit of male energy um your mom was rose sandra my grandma was grandma oh, rose. grandma grandma okay uh because that would be different from a guide um a, a spirit guide is assigned to us um, and we have more than one oftentimes, but some will step forward to help us push through um, specific projects or specific visions. So um, I, I wasn't really picking up too much else other than it felt as though Anthony was stepping forward because he was your point person around this next venture. 
Nice. Excellent. Excellent. And then is there anybody, um, anybody else there that wants to give me a message? I'm all yours. <laughs> yeah, not that I was picking up for you. Okay. At this time. I'm also being told to tell you to keep um, a journal or a pad of paper and a pen on your nightstand because you're going to start getting information uh, relevant to your mission infused in your dreams. Okay. And so you'll want to jot things down. You're going to be awakened between 2 and 3 a.m., and you're going to want to jot things down. Okay. So that you don't forget them. Got it. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. Don't go anywhere, Sandra. No, I'm not. Are you kidding? I'm glued to the (laughs) Sandra, also pay attention to the bright red cardinal as a spiritual symbol or a spiritual um, indicator that you are uh, on the right path. So a a bright red cardinal, because I have always seen blue things, but we're going to look for red? Yeah. That's my mom's favorite bird, by the way, just so you know. That's very interesting to me. Very interesting to me. And uh, it doesn't have to be a living creature either. It can be on a greeting card. It can be a figurine that you see in a gift shop. Uh, But anything having to do with a bright red cardinal. Got it. That's awesome. You're so good. (laughs) He is so good. I'm just sitting here in awe because I have this little test and I'm going to share it with the audience. Whenever I know that I'm going to be able to talk to a medium or a psychic, I I ask my mom to send me flowers. And and if the psychic mentions flowers at any point, I know like my mom is present. And Bill, I know it's like awful to, to test you guys, but there's so many people out there that make claims. And so to have this little test just gives me such peace of mind. But I don't think flowers came through when I was reading you. Yeah, you, you said, said rose. No, for Frankie. Oh, for me? Yeah. I, I, no, this that was me. Sandra. Sandra. Oh, was, uh, oh for Sandra's Sandra. Feet. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, no, I didn't test you. <laughs> no. For Frankie. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I think Frankie had a grandfather that came through. I he, did. He was showing me Abraham Lincoln, which really perplexed me. And I then know. Frankie said. <laughs> His name's Abraham. It was freaky because it wasn't a grandfather that I knew well or somebody that I really, you know, uh, was attached to. And so it was so odd for me to to have him come through and give me that message. You know, you have to expect the unexpected with me. I know that oftentimes people come to a psychic or a medium or an event uh, that over which a psychic presides and they have very specific agendas. Mm-hmm. And for me, you've got to expect the unexpected because I'm most likely not going to connect with your mom. I'm going to connect with the abusive alcoholic uncle that touched you <laughs> inappropriately when you were 11. Jeez. I mean, that's who I'm going to get because um, I'm all about um, trying to make amends and repairing yeah. damaged relationships wherever possible. That's awesome. Well, um, if that's it for Sandra, meet Olivia. Hello? Hi, Liv. Hi. Hi, Olivia. Hi, how are you doing? Great. Now, you're Sandra's daughter, is that correct? No, Olivia. Frankie's daughter. Frankie's daughter. Oh, Frankie's daughter. Ah, okay. Do you have a question that I can answer for you? Um... (laughs) Well, I'm in California right now, and I really want to stay here. 
And I'm wondering if I, like, what would be the best move for me to stay in California or to stay in Toronto? Where is there more, like, options and things along that line? Um, it shows as though you're going to continue to remain in California uh, for at least another six months, it shows me. And it also shows as though... I don't know if you're in, currently in a relationship. I suspect that um, your work is more important to you. But it shows mm -hmm. as though as a byproduct of um, some business venture, there may be chemist, some kind of romantic chemistry between you and another party uh, as, a, uh, as a byproduct of entering into this um, project that's connected to what it is that you do. Mm. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Um, I don't really know what to say to that. Okay. Well, <laughs> you know, what's interesting is that oftentimes things that I predict for people that they are really not certain about or they even dismiss come to fruition. So I'm going to suggest that you write it down so that you remember it and um, see what comes of it. Yeah, she's, well, she's at the I airport right now coming California. home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's okay. You have people here too. Sorry? I said there are people here too. No, I know. You guys are breaking up. Are we? Sorry. Yeah. Um, okay. What about any, anybody from, from Spirit want have a message for Liv? I don't. I'm not picking up anything like that for Olivia. Sorry. Hmm. All right, See, Liv. and if if I were not authentic, I'd bluff it. But I'm, I'm yeah. not going to no. do that. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And you know what? I, I no. think um, because Olivia, there's just so much other energies around you right now. You're highly distracted. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, I am highly distracted right now. You're nervous. She's nervous about flying nervous. home. Too much stuff going on. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you. You're welcome, honey. Take care. Okay, I'll see see you soon. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Yeah, she wants to stay in California, but she has to come home <laughs> for a little well, bit anyway. We'll see yeah. what happens. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for that. Um, Karina, where are we? I just want to find out where we are in, in the show and see where we're going to go. Okay, I have a question right. while you guys are figuring that yeah. out. Uh, Bill, this is Sandra. When you get information, do you ever get unwanted information? You know, like you're sitting there with your friends or your, you know, loved ones and like, you know, spirit comes in and wants to tell you something and it's negative. Do you ever have that? And if so, what do you do with that information? It's got to be a big burden. That's a really good question. And um, I think that there's a great misperception about people who are actively psychic that suggest we're turned on 24-7. And mm -hmm. we're not. Um, prior to coming on the, the program, I entered into a deliberate state of solitude in which I spent some time in prayer and meditation in order to open up that channel. Um, I think that... There are certain television programs that have given the misperception that uh, someone who's psychic is constantly turned on and they're tooting around town and they happen uh, to start picking up things about the person at the counter at the dry cleaner. And um, that's really 
uh, I think, a misnomer and uh, a misconception about how we, we operate. Now, that's not to suggest that sometimes things haven't come through in ways that are spontaneous, but because I aspire to attract what I'm projecting um, the, the vast majority of the time, Sandra, uh, it, is, it is information that's for the greater good. So if so, okay. So 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 the idea that you're just wandering around and getting all this stuff bombarding you, and you're compelled to have to tell somebody is more for television, or maybe like just for that medium. specific. <laughs> well, I was trying not to say that. Yeah. Well, I was we'll trying not it. to say that. Also, yes. I said it. It's Frankie sense. I can say whatever I want. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it has happened, but boy, you've got to be so cautious and so respectful, especially if you're talking about feeling as though you're picking up on someone's loved one in spirit, because first of all, not everybody welcomes that. Right. Not everybody wants that foisted upon them. And secondly, you could always be wrong. Mm -hmm. You could always be totally and completely wrong. Yeah, and if it's unsolicited, it's not very nice. I think you had one more su- one more question, Sandra. Our our next guest, Heather's here as well. Oh, great! I just had one more question, Bill, because this is you know on the top of my mind because I am a single mom. Um, anything about my love life? Anyone coming in anytime soon? Have I met and had the love of my life? Like any any direction there? Uh, it shows as though there there have been three opportunities for grand romances. So. Um, I suspect that maybe two of them have already come and gone. Uh, And it shows as though there is the possibility of another romance connected to the new new venture. And I don't think you've met this person as yet. Okay. Um, It's also showing me as though somehow, some way, he has a connection to the medical field. Hmm. Hmm, A doctor. That'd be nice. Well, I didn't say doctor. I didn't say doctor. I said doctor. (laughs) I said it. So I'm going to put that out there as a possibility for you. Okay. Better than a big fat no, I'll tell you. There's there's another one coming. Okay. Is she blocking them? Mm, No, but I I think that um, you're, uh, Sandra, if I'm correct, you're you're in the process of really gaining momentum and channeling wonderful creative energy into this this project. And that's going to also have a side benefit Mm -hmm. of attracting around you um, a different caliber of of talents and a different caliber of personalities. That makes a lot of sense. So I think that as part of that circle, there's going to be some chemistry with uh, a gentleman. Oh, okay. Tall, dark, and handsome. Oh, I like that. Could his name be William Stillman? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) He's tall, dark, and handsome. He is. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Well, we're going to be going to break very shortly. Heather, welcome. Hi. Thank you. I'm not going to do the big intro on you right now because we are going to break, and I want Bill to give you a reading before we do that. How's that? Okay, thank you. You're welcome. All right, everybody, we are about to go to break. Please don't go away. Don't leave. Keep listening. We're coming right back. Heck no. We're just getting warmed up. Frankie Sense and more will be right back after we pay the bills. 
If you could live your life truly standing in a place of peace, joy, and abundance, wouldn't that make your heart soar? Now you can with Lessons in Joyful Living with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi. Mondays at noon central, Kimberly Rinaldi, having created a highly successful coaching practice, now teaches Lessons in Joyful Living. She believes in empowering others and that through it, you have the ability to break through any and all barriers, thus allowing you to reach your greatest potential and joyfully step into your life's purpose. What used to take weeks, months, or even years, she can now teach you in a matter of hours with her programs. For more on Kim and her show, go to her website, KimberlyRinaldi.com. That's R-I-N-A-L-D-I.com. Then join us for Lessons in Joyful Living with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Low-fat foods can be healthy or unhealthy, depending on what you choose to eat. Whole foods like vegetables, fruit, beans, rice, and potatoes are all low-fat and good for you. Processed low-fat foods are a different story. Eat this, not that, says that the term low-fat is synonymous with loaded with salt and cheap carbohydrates. Many times when the fat is taken out, it is replaced by unhealthy ingredients that are not good for you. The New England Journal of Medicine found that over a two-year span, people on low-carb diets lost 62% more body weight than those on low-fat diets. It's always important to keep your fats low while choosing good, healthy foods to eat. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. If you're a fan of Fitness Minute, like us on Facebook at Fitness Minute with Annette Hammond. And we're back. We're back with Bill and Sandra and Heather's here and I'm here and Karina's here and you're here too. I'm really happy that you are. Thanks for sticking around. Bill, meet Heather Cross. Hi, Heather. Hi, Bill. How are you? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm having a good time. Thank you. <laughs> it's been a All lot right. of fun. It does sound fun. <laughs> so um, what's going to work best for me is if you have a specific question that I can focus in on for you. Okay, that's no problem. <laughs> um, career. I'm, I'm at a, I have a new year and a lot of new opportunities uh, with my music career, so that'd probably be a good thing to talk about. Okay, let's see. There's a male. Uh, uh, there's a male figure and spirit around you that has also been musical. Yes. Do you know who that might be? But they're showing I, me the phrase. They're showing me the phrase musical comedy also. So this, I'm assuming this is someone who would have had a great sense of humor, or or possibly incorporated some humor into their per- performance. Um. Actually, I I think you're. Um, well, that that could be someone that I just lost. My um a, a mentor actually. <laughs> I oh, just, he was that my, would be like I, a father figure to you. Our comic release in the band, and he started my my band, and definitely is always riding on my shoulder, helping me with my life. Yeah, <laughs> so it's um, it's funny because he's kind of making a joke out of um, being an angel, and he's showing me these little cartoon wings that, that are flapping. That sounds like him. That's Greg Batterton. <laughs> Yeah, um, and I don't know. Um, he's making me smell beer, so I don't know if um, he enjoyed just you know having a good time, <laughs> socializing. Well, that's nice to know. I figured he wouldn't be having fun. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, wow. and um, he is. This is really curious because he shows as though he's passed uh, within a year or less. Yes, it just 
um, a few months ago. Uh, two okay, months ago, that's really interesting ago. because it usually takes a good uh, three to six months for um, a, a spirit to get acclimated and oriented before they start um, opening up to communicate. But he also suggests that he's like a big brother or an older brother or um, a f- sort yes. of a, a father figure. Yes, I would say that. Perfect. <laughs> and um, he's saying, um, go with your gut. Uh, do, do you sing, actually, or do you just perf- play an instrument? Yes, I, I you, sing. sing. I'm Thank a you, singing he says, bass player, and I lead a band because of him. I used to just back other people, and he shoved me up to the front. And so, yeah, that's why I think that it's him. <laughs> I believe this. Yeah. Thank you. Because what he's saying is um, go with your gut and sing from your heart. And that's why I asked if you uh, were a singer. But um, you're going to – I don't know if he really liked his beer. He says it's lager. But um, (laughs) I I think that you're going to smell that, especially very late at night. He shows me as though um, you're at your creative peak um, very late at night. Yes. Like like early morning hours. Um, And that's going to be the time when he says, ooh, the witching hour. He's making the joke out of it. And he says (laughs) um, that's going to be the time – um, at which he is going to be poised to uh, Im- impress inspiration within you. Okay. Great. Yeah. All right. It- Very nice. <laughs> well, you know what? I have to get to Heather. So you guys stick around for a moment. Let me talk to Heather and let's play her music. And because she has a debut album that, that, is called Grooving at the Crossroads. It just came out in September. Heather is a singer. She's a songwriter. She's a bass player. And she is just an amazing uh, musician. Now, I, you know, there was a, I don't know if you know, if you've heard of Bob DiPietro. Bob's a, a, a songwriter. And Bob, you know, he's, he's all, Bob DiPiero, sorry. And he's always saying, you know, I wasn't born in the South, but I got there as quick as I could. Now, you were born <laughs> in Louisiana, and you shuffled your way to Clarksdale, Mississippi, where, you know, home of the blues. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what was, what, what called you to Clarksdale? Um, the, the blues, I, um, I had a, I lived in Hot Springs, Arkansas for 16 years. That's where I started, um, performing, you know, in bands and clubs, and I backed um, an old bluesman there and played bass for him, you know, and um, he had played in Detroit in the 70s. He wasn't very famous, but um, he passed away, and I had um, previously fallen in love with blues music when another friend brought me to Clarksdale, Mississippi for their annual blues fest. Uh-huh. And so I just loved, I fell in love with the place when I was 18 years old. And it took me, I think I was um, actually in my 30s. Yeah, I was in my early 30s when I actually made it to Clarksdale. Um, so, yeah, I, mo- I moved here to play the blues. There wasn't really a lot of blues in um, Hot Springs where I cut my teeth playing. So I had to, uh, I got a job with a man named Super Chicken, who is kind of famous. <laughs> He's our famous uh, guy from around here. And I was playing bass for him for about four years. Wow. And going through a, a divorce and whatever. And, yeah, so I started a new life, came here, and it really worked out for me. <laughs> you you played great. a lot at, at Ground Zero. Now, that's Morgan Freeman's club. Yes, I see him all the time. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that was What's amazing. he like? First time. I, I, he's very, very nice, and he's nice. funny. <laughs> he, he's, nice. he's been at one of my Halloween gigs and made me laugh. <laughs> you know, um, um, I'm a drummer, and you're a bass player. Uh, 
and you know we're the groove section of the band but usually the bass players are um they're really laid back and they're a little bit off center are you off center (laughs) um definitely yeah (laughs) um yeah definitely i mean even to the point of uh you know i'm the lead singer and front person and i actually don't stand center stage i stand off center Oh. I can see the drummer. Like a bass player. <laughs> yeah, I'm such a bass player. <laughs> That's very funny. We're going we're gonna to hear, um, stick around, everybody. We're going to hear a little bit um, from her track. Uh, it's called Walking in Their Shoes. And, and I'm, I imagine that this is a song that you wrote based on, on the greats that you listen to. Is, is that um, right? It's or? actually about the, the people that personally touch my life. It, oh, okay. Um, there's a there's that the mentor that I just mentioned, my first um blues guy, his name is Saint Thomas Jenkins and you'll you'll hear his name Saint T is what I call him in the song. Okay. But I had I've had I've lost several mentors, um, including my father. So yeah, it's, it was my tribute song to them. And okay. I in the bass line, so you you'll recognize the bass line's actually one of the first bass lines that I ever learned from, from old St. Pete. Oh, neat. Okay, well, I, I'm apologizing in advance because I can't play the whole thing because uh, we're kind of run out of time and I want to get back and talk to you. But we will play, um, you know, a good half of it and, and we'll come back. Everybody stick around. Here we go. Thank you. song you're a great singer great bass player oh thank you (laughs) it must be very rewarding being able to work at what you love yes yes it is and it has been quite um, a journey to get here (laughs) i believe it i believe it who who were some of your influences um well i mean i i first um kind of cut my teeth listening to old muddy waters cassettes so sure. his, my favorite bass player, Muddy Waters, is Calvin Fuzz Jones. 
and I did get, I got to meet him and, and, and play with Willie Big Eyes, the drummer, and Bob Margolin, the yeah. guitar player, years ago, uh, before he passed. I did get to meet him and, uh, and play with all those guys. It was really awesome. Very, very much a dream come true. But, um, I, you know, I like James Jamerson also. Um, I don't really have a whole, m- most of my influences were, um, people that didn't even play bass in my personal <laughs> life. Right, right. Um, so yeah, I had, um, uh, some Louisiana people, um, and then my Arkansas people, and then I moved to Mississippi. So I've got a, a, a very long thank you note in my CD. <laughs> Oh, that's wonderful. Heather, you're grooving at the crossroads. I love how you use your last name there. Very good. Um, Thanks for getting that. Yeah, I got that. (laughs) (laughs) Someone else didn't. I want to make sure that that folks can find you and they can also find Bill. So tell us where um, we can buy your CD, Grooving at the Crossroads. Okay, um, you can go to heathercross.com, and you just have to remember my name. Cross has an E on the end of it, heathercross.com. Awesome. You everything you need to know. And if you want to uh, find Bill, you can go to www.williamstillman.com. Do you want to give out your email, Bill, or should they just go to your website? Yeah, people can just find me at my website, williamstillman.com. Also, if they click on the Facebook link, there's an original inspirational quote that goes up every morning that I think might be a nice way for people to start their day. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, you've heard some amazing readings from, from Bill today. You, you know, Connie was very happy. Sandra, you were very happy with your reading. Uh, Heather, I'm sure that you were as well. We've heard yes. wonderful music from Heather. Unfortunately, we didn't get enough time with her. We were, we were looking for you. <laughs> but I'm sorry about that. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. They got a really good um, feel for who you are and what you do, and and that's pretty exciting. We we've only got a minute left in the show, so I'm going to encourage. Thank first of all, I'm going to thank my guest, all of you. Thank you so very much for being here. I'm going to thank you, the listeners, for tuning in. And if you could please go to toginet.com/show/frankiesense and more, I'm going to put that link up for Madaya so that you can sign the petition and help get those kids the food that. They need and lift that siege. So that's a very important thing to do today as well. Uh, any last words, anybody? Sandra? You're the best, Frankie. You just bring so much light into my life. We're all better oh. having known you. That's the nicest thing you could say. Thank you so much. And thank you for Karina for, for being here and getting these these guests on for us and, and making it my job a lot easier. I appreciate you. <laughs> Thanks for having me on your show, uh, Frank. It's my pleasure. My pleasure, everybody. Have yourself a wonderful day or night wherever you are in the world, and we will be seeing you again next week. Take care, everybody. Bye now. See you.